Wondershare Video Converter Ultimate makes life easier by providing you with a variety of video tools. All right, welcome back to Beers Up Sports Talk, Episode 6, Sebo, Debo. Before we get started tonight, Debo, what you drinking on? Got Iron Duke Brewery again, and it's Murph. It's an Irish-style red ale. Nice, nice. And I'm, I'm back with Progression Brewery. Onward, probably my second favorite New England IPA that they have. Um, once again, because of COVID, I'm in the, I'm in the glass. COVID, my wife, all the same thing, right? Uh, no comment. A lot of football to get to, quick hits, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the NBA game of horse. The, what was it, quarterfinals that went down last night? Quarterfinals, yes. Yikes. But first, let's get to the NBA. All right, first up, Jameis Winston. Let's go to the video. All right, welcome back to Beers Up Sports Talk, Episode 6, Sebo, Debo. Before we get started tonight, Debo, what you drinking on? Got Iron Duke brewery again and it's murph it's an irish style red ale nice nice and I'm, I'm back with progression brewery onward probably my second favorite new england ipa that they have um once again because of covid i'm in the i'm in the glass covid my wife all the same thing right uh no comment a lot of football to get to quick hits and then we're going to talk a little bit about the nba game of horse the what was it quarterfinals that went down last Quarter night? Quarterfinals, yes. Yikes! But first, let's get to the NBA. All right, first up, Jameis Winston. Let's go to the video. <laughs> what the fuck was that, D? Bruh, I couldn't tell you. I don't know one team that's going to pick him up after seeing that hot mess of training. He's dodging a big medicine ball that's like four times swollen, so it looks like it has alphatitis. And he, he's only moving it with his head. He's not getting out of the way. He's what's – he, what's he – is this dodgeball, dip, dive, dodge, duck, and dodge again? <laughs> Bro, I don't know, like – you want to you know why he threw just as many interceptions as he threw touchdowns last year? That's why. Because if those are the things that he's doing when he's training, that's why he can't, he can't have a better TD interception ratio. Look, it's some kind of training. He's trying to put himself out there. Whatever. I don't fucking understand it. It's the goofiest thing I've ever seen. It's like Dak Prescott hip thrusts on steroids. Right. But at least Dak Prescott, like, was on the field doing it. At least you can understand, like, he's – I don't know. It makes a little bit more sense. This is just He's like, stretching out his hip so he can sure. turn well, I right. just like, Jameis, what are we talking about? What are we doing? Like, he's only, only thing he's doing is he's like bobbing with his head and moving his head out of the way. No, we're, these um, defensive linemen are not supposed to hit him in the head. So what's he ducking for? I, look, man, I watched Tua's pro day uh, <laughs> things that, that he did the, last week. He's doing more than Jameis is doing, and I get it. Jameis isn't isn't trying to be drafted, but like, throw a football for me one time. How about that? I mean, so Tua's pro day was that the one where he threw a bunch of out, you know, outs to the back, uh, the running back in the flats, and he then did a lot. You got you. I watched the whole thing. I thought he did, but we're not here to talk about Tua. We're All here right. to talk about Jameis, and I just don't. Again, this is an unsigned free agent whose team basically said, or the coach said, in at the end of the season. Yeah, we'll take him back. But, yeah, I think we can do better. And they went out and signed a Hall of Fame quarterback in Tom Brady. 
and now Jameis is sitting on the sideline ducking elephantitis medicine balls. That's where we're at. Speaking of Tampa Bay. I like it. I think it's a great segue. Let's talk about Tom Brady, copyright infringement, cheating ass Tom Brady, trying to get some money out of some absolute – tell me these names. I don't even – like, I can't wrap my head around how ridiculous this guy is. So, isn't one of them – the first one is, like, TB by TB, so TBXTB. I mean, uh, tell me what that means. What is that? Tampa, uh, Tom Brady by Tampa Bay? Okay, fine. Yeah. You want to you copyright that? Great. But here we go. Tampa Bay? That's hot. That is wicked hot. That's so hot. I'm, Tampa I, Brady? I take my shirt off. Tampa Brady? Tampa Brady. Well, I mean, whatever. Again – Go shout out. the next one. Next thing you know, he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be doing commercials for tampons, right? Instead of tampons. Woo. I mean, look, bro, like get your money, Tom. I mean, you don't have enough of it already. You got fifty million guaranteed. Your wife damn near making seventy million dollars a year. Go out and, and have a Tampa Bray. That's like you wanna talk about some dumb shit. Let's talk about Tampa Bray. Tampa Brady, whatever. <laughs> I could get down with that. I could do that. I could that makes sense. Tampa, I mean, Tampa Bay, go somewhere, bro. Go somewhere. I mean, like, go I'm, throw a football. I could have. At first, I was going to go off and be like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And I don't know if you saw, he tweeted out, I don't understand why uh, Drew Brees hasn't done uh, Drew Orleans. Yeah. Because he's not an idiot or a douche, right? But you know what? I, I, so you, I posted earlier for our, um, on our IG page. And, you know, I did some research to find an image of something that has mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tampa Brady. And that shirt is already selling on Etsy. It's already selling on Buck Tea. It's selling on sites. So he's like, people well, are I, using my likeness and I'm going to make them stop so I can get the money. So I, in the end, yeah. I think it makes sense. Go for it, Tom. Go ahead right. for Tampa. Do it, Tampa. Hey, maybe he can buy a second island. Don't they already own an island? I don't, I don't know. know. The, 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 throw a football for me one time. Like, you know what? Do something. Do something football related. Forget the money. Get out of my face, Tom. Go down to Tampa and don't ever come back. Or Tampa, whatever you call it. All right, next <laughs> up. Let's just get past him. Let's talk about a trade that happened last week. Um, bringing another stud-wide receiver to a team. This time, the Texans went out and got Brandon Cooks from the L.A. Rams. Yes. Right? Right? L.A. Rams? L.A. Rams. L.A. Rams. Um, what do you think? So, I was ready to go in on the Packers for this. <laughs> cool. Like, we talked about it in, oh, I don't remember what, what, I think it was our first ever episode. We talked, yeah. maybe the second one where we talked, oh, because they signed Devin Funches, so it was our second one. And we talked about how they needed someone like a Brandon Cooks. And yeah. they were like, oh, or even OBJ. And I was like, Cooks is gone. He was obviously on the market. I think it, it was a – where are we here? It was a second-round pick, and you're not willing to give that up for someone. But then you think about it. He's been in the league for six years, and this is his fourth team. And he's been traded every time. Now, let's – he was traded from the Saints to the Patriots for a first and a third, mm-hmm. from the Patriots to the Rams for a first and sixth, and now I think people are starting to see it. He's been traded from the Rams to Houston for a second rounder. Well, look, look. There's something wrong with the guy because why doesn't anyone want to keep him? He's only he's, had, a lot. he's had one year where he's had 84 receptions. 
His next highest year was 80, and everything else is under that. He's not a stud, if you look at numbers. Granted, he's been hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. He, I, and now he's, you're, you're teaming him up with Randall Cobb, Will Fuller, who are both under six feet. Will Fuller is at six foot. Mm-hmm. Now you've got the, probably the shortest wide receiving um, tandem or triplets, whatever you want to call them, in the NFL. I don't think it makes sense. You get rid of D-Hop and you bring back David Johnson. It, I don't but, think but let me ask you this. Is their team better now? They've got David Johnson and Brandon Cooks, and before they had DeAndre Hopkins and Carlos filling the blank Hyde. running back. Huh? Carlos Hyde? Was Hyde Ooh. there? I think Hyde was there last year. Carlos right, Hyde. Hyde. I mean, Lamar Miller is coming back from ACL. Whatever. I, so I, my initial thought was good for them for getting another wide receiver that can slot in with Fuller, with Fells at the tight end spot. They're – I don't think that it's a bad move. I don't think Cooks being on four different teams in six years is a bad thing. I think he's a guy that needs to be able to go. And again, he goes off with the Saints, right? Then he goes to New England and does pretty well, but he gets injured, right? And again, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I'd love to see what those those New England teams, what, what Gronk's usage was in those situations. Because, again, that offense for the last couple of years has been predicated on Gronk being there when he's not. So but I, then, understand, I understand the Saints trading him because that's when Michael Thomas really started to blow up. They're like, we have our number one. They, they had – I think they had Ginn at that point still. And, uh-huh. you know, they were like, you know what, if we can get a first and a third, why wouldn't we want to trade him? I just never understood New England letting him go because they never you – know, that was a great – Because they didn't want to pay him. That's the whole thing. They, they traded him before they had to pay him. And yeah. the Rams paid him, and he was – and that's where he's been injured a lot. All right? And, again, the Rams had one awesome year where they're in the Super Bowl and one year yeah. not so great. Right? Yeah. Well, he and was hurt he gets, last year. Huh? He was hurt most of last right, year. Right, that's what I mean. But, he, again, now he's with Deshaun Watson who, who can go. Man, this is – I mean, again – it, he, I just – I think it's a – overall, I think it's a pretty good move. I think in the end, if he's healthy, that team is going to be better next year than it was this year, which is hard to say because they had DeAndre Hopkins. But if David Johnson's healthy and Brandon Cooks is healthy and, let's be honest, Will Fuller is healthy, that team's better than DeAndre Hopkins and injured Fuller and Carlos Hyde is the running back. So, I mean, I think, I think it's not a bad move. Um, Again, you don't have a whole lot of draft picks, but when you're going to try and win Super Bowls, you're not going to have a lot of draft picks. Unless yeah, you're I, I think it's, it kind of reeks of desperation, though, after making that trade. But Sure, but again, I, that, that's the thing. Like, it's very clear that there were some issues with DeAndre Hopkins, whether it was him, with him and O'Brien, with him and Watson, which I doubt. Right. Maybe, they, maybe he had made some, some – uh, maybe there were some rumblings of him wanting to get huge numbers and they didn't want to pay it. Now they've got to pay a lot of money to – to Cooks over the next two years, but it's just two years. And, and again, Hopkins, maybe they got to sign him to a big deal. They got to guarantee him 50, 60 million. And again, this is a team that's going to have to pay Watson soon. So I think in the NFL, what you see when your quarterback is coming up on their second contract, you have to be strategic about how you, how you spend your money and how long-term you spend your money. Because if, if you're not careful, you're, you're going to go over the salary cap when you have to sign your quarterback. And, again, they're going to have to sign Watson. Watson's going to get a ridiculous amount of money. Yes. Yep. And in two years, Cooks will be out the books where if they sign Hopkins to an extension, 
that's another four or five years that they're going to have him on the books. And then it gets really tough. And we haven't even talked about the fact that they're going to have to resign Tunsil, the left tackle, at some point. And he was already getting ridiculous money. Right. Speaking of ridiculous money, Christian McCaffrey just got paid today, bruh. Four years, 64. $64 million, $16 million per year, highest ever for a running back. Initial thoughts, what do you got? I mean, you have to say it's worth it initially, right? I mean, this year, this past year, it was 2,400 scrimmage yards, yep. uh, 19 TDs. I mean, he did everything. Caught 116 passes. He's got 303 passes in his first three. He's caught 303 passes in his first three seasons. And he's had 2,000-yard rushing seasons. Mm-hmm. In three years, he's caught 2,500 yards worth of passes, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, guy does everything. And he's shifty enough where it seems like he's not taking a lot of hits. He knows when to get out of bounds. And people just aren't hitting him. So if he can stay healthy, it's 100% worth it. Oh, yeah. I mean, only running back in history with 2,500 rushing yards, 2,500 passing yards in their first three years. Um, I, I love it. I, I totally dig it. I think he's a stud. I think you basically say, listen, we got four years to figure this thing out. We got the four years of his prime. They're, they're going to pay him now instead of paying him in a couple of years when, you know, running backs t- tend to tail off. I mean, if you got the cap room, do it. At least you lock him up for four years. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good deal. And, again, I still don't know what Carolina's doing, right? You know, they're, they're, they're letting half the team go, but then they're signing Bridgewater for 20 mil. They got this guy for 16 mil. Like, I, I don't know what they're doing, but <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for Christian getting paid, and, and, you know, it's not a bad deal for him. I mean, you have – so since 2012, and this is a tweet from Warren Sharp at Sharp Football, and he said, since 2012, there have been six RBs, running backs, that have made an average of $10 million per year since then. Four of them were cut or traded before the end of their deal. Mm-hmm. Marshawn, Adrian, um, David Johnson, and um, Todd Gurley. Yep, yep. So I guess we'll find out what happens with Zeke and McCaffrey because Zeke got paid too. So yeah, I mean those are two. Again, what's interesting is I could I, see. I want to say that the Zeke and, and and McCaffrey are getting their extensions before at least a year before their rookie deal ended. ended. I I feel like Gurley's was right at the end of it, and I think if you go five years with a running back, and if you take him in the first round, right, and then you assign them to an extension. I feel like now, yeah, right. Like seven, eight years in, it's tough to, to, to think that that guy's still going to be where he was year three or four. So that doesn't surprise me too much, but I feel like McCaffrey's what, just three years in. Um, so they're yeah, getting him third year. They're getting him two years before his deal's going to be up. So, I mean, in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, you're getting him years four through eight. I mean, that's, you're going to get two really good years in two years where he's probably on the decline, but then you bring somebody in to kind of help him out. Yeah. And I mean, then you can also look at Adrian Peterson. I mean, he lost a year. Right. I mean, he lost a year due to the whole child abuse case. Right. And, you know, it, they were just like, we're good. Like, they, that's why he didn't get brought back. Right. Because he could perform. He's still performing. Right. I mean, not at that level, but he could have still performed. I mean, the dude ran for what? 1600 yards the year after tearing an ACL. Yeah, guys, he's not human. I'm telling you. Right. Um, all right. Now. Speaking of first-round draft picks, <laughs> Joe Burrow. 
Cincinnati Bengals. He don't want to play for him, does he? No, he it's he he originally said something like I'll play wherever, and now it came out that he really doesn't want to go there. And he's he supposedly reached out to them to say, I don't want to play for you. I think we've heard this before, right? Right. right. What was it? Eli Manning didn't want to go to the Chargers. Chargers drafted him mm-hmm. and got what they could for him with, from the Giants. Yeah. And I think that the Bengals should do the same thing. They should draft I, him. And then, I think they should draft him, and then they should tell him to shut the fuck up. And well, again, I mean, here's the thing. If you can, you can draft him and then see what you can get. Float him out there. I, but and, I, I feel like this happens every year. I feel like this is what players do. Because there's two things, right? One, they, they, there's that outside chance that Cincinnati drafts him and trades him. There's the idea that somebody offers a ton of picks and they swap with them and they get to draft him. There's also the idea that you just kind of run up the market value of this guy, right? And so, like, I don't know. I feel like there's somebody in the draft every year that says, I don't want to play for so-and-so. And then they get drafted by that person. They signed a big deal and they're good to go. What Joe Burrow wants to do is he wants to be the number one overall pick. He doesn't want to fall to number five or number six or number three or say, you know, whatever. He wants to be drafted number one. That's the most money. You're the number one pick. You get, you, you just, you're worth more in that situation. Whereas if you, if you slide a couple picks, that's dollars out of your pocket. So don't tell me that you don't want to play for the Bengals if they have the number one pick. My, and also what you don't want to do is you don't want to leverage the team that trades for you their future or their other draft picks or their, or their talent by giving up a bunch of things for you. So I think it's yeah. just smoke and mirrors. I think, I think Cincinnati's probably going to draft him if they like him number one and call it a day. Like I cool story, Joe, like you played I, one really good year of football, shut the hell up, be the number one draft pick, get paid. And, and Oh, by the way, go play with a hall of fame wide receiver. Thank you. Good running back. That offense, they have, they got Mixon. They have Green, Ross. Right. I think still at the team, and they have uh, the other receiver too. That there's, they have. He has so many weapons around him that he should be able to walk into that city and is just play above average, and he'll be perfectly fine for his. And again, I, like unless you're, you know, you hate, you know, maybe he hates Cincinnati, maybe he hates Ohio because he was at Ohio State and he's now, you know, and he gra- and he finished up at LSU. But like whatever, like, but. Bye, Joe. Like, go somewhere, man. Like, I have no time for that stuff. You're going to get drafted number one. You're going to be the number one overall pick, and you're going to get paid, and you're going to go play in Cincinnati. Have I like day. your attitude today, Sebo. Whatever, man. You know, it, it, like, Brady, what, like, what's he going to do? What's, it, like, what, what's his end game? You get – so you push you, – you know, you push – oh, you know, you push off on Cincinnati, and who comes in and takes that pick? No – probably no one's been, been checking him out. I'm sure some people have had conversations with him, but, like, Nobody's probably figuring out. Just like nobody's doing um, their due diligence on the number two pick, the the DE out of Ohio State, just because he's going to Washington. The hell, right. and I just I, I don't understand how um, like that offense is good enough where you could win some games now. Where if it's another team, you may not do that just because it's a better location. Like maybe he wants to be in LA or whatever. But yeah. They're not going to give up on Goff. They're not going to give up on – oh, wait. I mean, I guess the, the Chargers could trade down, but they're not going to Yeah, I mean, again, I don't – I just don't see a situation where a team throws a bunch of draft picks at at Cincinnati to get out of that – to get them out of that number one spot. And, again, if they've been locked on this guy, and who knows, maybe they're not. I, I don't know. 
if they're locked in on him, though, they're not going to change their mind because he went out and huffed and puffed to the media. I don't have time for that. No, I, I agree. And I think, you know, before we get into NBA horse, you know, no, he wasn't a, um, he's not a hall of fame player, but um, was heard, uh, I believe today that Tavares Jackson passed away in a car crash, yeah, 36 he, years old, never what you want to hear, but no. figure we should uh, throw it up for him. Yeah, man, no doubt. Yeah. That's super sad. Also. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just one of those things where anytime an athlete passes that you like grew up watching it just is like really tough you know like obviously like Kobe earlier this year um yeah it's just weird to have that happen you hate to see yeah it. Kate asked me and she's like who is he I was like he was actually quarterback for the Vikings in that playoff game where we had people over the house that um that time and she was like oh I remember him but yeah it was good yeah. he was a good complimentary quarterback and definitely too young yeah no doubt all right NBA horse. <laughs> I so NBA horse shits. I mean, here's the deal. I had I did not do my research. I did not know what I was getting myself into. <laughs> right before I turned it on last night, I made the mistake of going to Twitter and I got kind of some unwelcomed feedback as to what I was about to turn tune into. Yep. Not great. I mean, again, here's the thing. It's live sports, mildly entertaining, people you know. Kind of cool to see them out there, some of them with their kids, in their backyards. We can talk about girl setups versus guy setups. Maybe we should equal pay there. I know it'll never be, but, like, I felt kind of bad for the, the girls in the setup, though. Tamika Catchings did have a gorilla hoop, so, like, respect that. But – I mean, I, I guess you just kind of forget that in this social distancing world, to try and do something like this takes so many things to go right. Yep. Like I'm watching some like jumpy video of Paul Pierce in like winter clothes trying to make a layup. <laughs> and it's- Which he could not do. Which he couldn't do, right. And, and we'll get to that, but- Tell me what you thought about, about horse. It's, you know, it's the backyard game that we all played growing up. So mm -hmm. I think it was a good idea. I yeah. think they might've wanted to push it back a little bit more and really try and figure out how they can make it a little bit better. But I think, you know, they're, they're trying to take advantage of the free time because, you know, everyone's hoping we don't have this, this, this free air yeah. on television. Um, I think that the next couple rounds will probably be better because they'll have some, I mean, they're going to have some things that they know what did, what worked, what didn't work. And so, so I want to talk about that because I think in my mind, I was thinking about me playing horse, right. And trying all the absolutely ridiculous shots that I would try, you know, backwards, you know, left hand from three point, like just, and then I, and then you realize like they weren't going to do this for like three hours. They weren't going to watch Conley and catchings do this for, for two and a half hours while they tried absolutely ridiculous shots, you know, bouncing it, try to get it to go in. Like this was, listen guys, we're going to play horse, take a couple jumpers, see if it'll work. Maybe try one or two ridiculous shots. 
but that's it. And I get it, like it, for the for the value of watching it on TV live, it was pretty cool. Um, but it just like it was it was kind of tough to watch. Uh, yeah, I agree. Well, it was very tough to watch Paul Pierce get skunked. Smoked. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I, I see. I, I mean, for me, five shots in a row, and it was just horse. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Like, here's the thing. I didn't, I had these huge expectations and that's completely my fault for thinking this was going to be some like really good production. Mm -hmm. um, it was just like really weird to watch two people in two different places. One standing there watching some small screen while someone takes a shot. You can't even really tell if it went in. You got the announcer, kind of the go between. There's a lot of bank shots. People kept going back to the bank. Um, completely didn't, different uh, scenarios that they were playing, and some people having to shoot from the grass. Didn't Allie, the Mike Conley's got his own gym. Just Allie absolutely Quigley. ridiculous. <laughs> Ali Quigley won it with a bank shot foul shot. Well, right, right. I mean, that's the thing. It was like I'm gonna go back to the free throw bank shot. Like, I and again, like in my mind, I was thinking like they're gonna try some absolutely ridiculous stuff, but then oh, we'll like, be there forever. Those McDonald's commercials. Well, maybe not, maybe not the, the bird, Michael Jordan, right, not the bird Jordan ridiculousness, but like <laughs> a little bit more with like Mike Conley, like doing the layup over the backboard. Um, you know, he did like the bounce turnaround fade away three. Yeah. Like I, more than just like, I'm going to take this like 12 footer and bank it like every NBA player can do. And again, I, I, you know, again, I'm thinking like, this is going to be awesome. They're going to be trying these ridiculous shots, but if they can't be doing this for two hours. Nobody's going to watch. Right. But you could edit that down. Oh no, it was live. It was live. Right. So like, you can't, I mean, you could, you could edit it down, I guess if you want, but like, and again, like some people are out there in like cold weather, like Paul Pierce is dressed to the nines. Chauncey Billups is like, I gotta, I gotta like unfreeze my hands. Just, you know, Trey Young doesn't even attempt a long distance shot. Like, what do we do? Like, Trey Young should have been like, I'm just going to pull up from the, from the logo and just call it a day. Right. What, so, where's Paul Pierce living that it's that cold? I don't know. Boston? I thought he was in Cali. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. I don't know. Maybe if they, you know, maybe next time they say, hey, let's find some people in warm climates. Well, and then there was, like, stuff that, like, Giannis couldn't participate because he doesn't have a basketball hoop in his house, which, first of all, if you're a professional basketball player, I feel like you should have a hoop. But I'm not going to judge him for that because I already don't like him. But <laughs> you don't have a hoop in your house. Um, but, no, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I thought it was fun. I watched it. I watched it last night for a little bit, watched some highlights today. I mean, it's, it's cool. It's a good idea. It's live sports. But it, like, doesn't get the blood pumping for me. Well, let's go over the results. It was Chauncey Billups had Trey Young, but defeated Trey Young. Yeah, big comeback. Yep. Mike Conley only had an H and defeated Tamika Ketchings. He, I felt like he was just doing it. Again, he has his own gym. He's inside. Door, yep. You know, probably pretty comfortable in that space. His, his gym is bigger than my house. Correct. Correct. Um, it's also making $35 million a year, so that's neither here nor there. Zach Levine not missing a shot and defeating Paul Pierce. He had some good stuff, and he even said he had some stuff up his sleeve, so I like what he was doing. No doubt. And then Allie Quigley had HOR and defeated Chris Paul. Yeah, I feel like that was the one where it was like Quigley had like the like 
hoop that you got from Dick's for like a buck yeah. thirty. Like Paul had like the absolutely legit like workout space outside. Like I that was one of those where I was like, man, she's just in like some nice neighborhood and like Chris Paul's in his backyard where he's probably got like a hundred acres. Yeah. I mean, she, she, uh, she got out to a big lead. Paul made a little bit of a comeback and then yeah. it was, just and he over. had that legit shot. Did you see that one? Like the Which hold one? one leg, the hold one leg, turn around, fade away with the right. It was awesome. Nice. Then he got beat. Yeah, he did get beat. So, so overall on a scale of one to 10, what do you give it? I'm going to probably rank it high because it was, I mean, six, seven. Six point seven think, or six or seven? Six or seven in that area. So we'll say six and a half. Okay. But I, I, I mean, I think that they can definitely improve on it. And we'll see what happens in the next round. Do you know the matchups? Is it just I don't, Bill, I don't. Emily, Levine, Quigley? No, I don't. And you know what? Here's the thing. Like, it's good fun. It's live. I'm, like you said, I hope that in the next rounds they kind of they beef it up a little bit get some funky shots, try some things out other than bank shots from the free throw line. And, and it becomes kind of entertaining. Again, it's raising money for COVID-19 relief. It's a good, it's a good cause. It's good fun. It's live sports. It's something that we've been missing from our lives. Um, you know, I can't, I can't be, I can't be mad about it, but uh, yeah, I'd probably give it like a, you know, just because I'm feeling good tonight, like a 6.9, but like, you know, it is what it is. Good number. Um, so when are you going to get a hoop so we can have one of these horse challenges live on IG? Probably when I can go to Dick's Sporting Goods and buy one. Oh. I'm not going there now. I guess I could order one online, right? I say curbside pickup. Yeah, but I want to get one of those Gorilla Hoops, which means I'm going to have to do some serious install. I'm just not there yet. Fair enough. I mean, the one I had took me way too long. But there was also no directions with it. So. Hey, man, good for you. Yep. All right, brother. Any parting shots? Episode six? No parting shots. Yeah. All right, man. Till next time. We'll see you. Peace.